Graham Potter, Mr. Emotional Intelligence, has been motherfucking sacked. Wow. Two firings in one season for Chelsea Football Club. Unbelievable. Yep. Guys, if if you are listening and obviously have listened to an hour of us debating whether Graham Potter would be sacked, we literally finished this call about two, three minutes ago and I looked on my phone, notification come up, Chelsea statement, and I thought, oh, was it going to be one of these April Fool's fucking shite things? And no, it wasn't. It was Graham Potter has been sacked. Um, if I will read... I may as well read out the statement from Chelsea Football Club while we're here because we're not going to be here for that long. It, so Matt, Chelsea, does, it, does it say Graham Potter gave his, heart, gave his all? Well, I, I will read it for you. So Chelsea has announced that Graham Potter has departed the club. Graham oh. has agreed to collaborate with the club to facilitate a smooth transition. Jesus. In his time with the club, Graham has taken us to a quarterfinal of the Champions League where we will be we will face Real Madrid. That is sad that that is the only thing he's done. <laughs> Chelsea would like to thank Graham for all his efforts and contribution and wish him well for the future. Um, Todd Bowley said, on behalf of everyone at the club, we would like to thank Graham Potter for his contribution. We have the highest degree of respect for Graham as a coach and as a person. He was always conducted himself with professionalism and integrity and we are all disappointed with this outcome wow and he gave it all he, you, he gave, you, gave, you gave us your all there graham see matt matt i'm just telling you right now i'm the smartest man in this fucking fan base because i knew this was gonna happen today i called it you said no no carlito you dumbass and i fucking called it so, 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 so you're gonna so you're gonna give me your bank details for a little transition. Venmo be baby, ten pounds, delicious ten pounds. I'm gonna go buy a oh. chicken sandwich with this one, baby. <laughs> it's a good it, it's a good job Paul, just to save me the uh, fifty quid. Dude, Paul Paul's calling me right now. I'm sure he is thrilled. Unbelievable. Oh. So, all right, here's here it is, Matt. Prediction time. Who are we hiring? Nagelsmann. Oh yeah. I think it is too. It, it's it's obvious they would not have done this. They they would not have done this now. There's it, no coincidence that the game after Nagelman's gone, we lose, and then suddenly they've gone. Oh, let's pull the trigger. Because not being funny, this there's been there's been worse situations than this, and they've not pulled the trigger. So that's the only reason I think they pulled the trigger because Vivel was probably gone in there this Sunday afternoon and gone. Bowley, sort your fucking ass out. We're getting a proper manager in. And, and I imagine Nagelsmann is on. They're on the phone to Nagelsmann now. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they I were on the phone with him yesterday. I don't know what this smooth transition is because what's <laughs> interesting is they haven't actually said who's, ta- who's caretaker. Yeah, they have. Uh, it's, it's Bruno Salter. Oh, did they? I, I, didn't re- I didn't see that. In the- Paulinho, I'll call you right back. I'm in the middle of a podcast. See you, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what a what a day. What a thrilling yeah, day. <laughs> this is the this is the joys guys of Chelsea content creating. Uh, dude, no, this this club dude, nobody does crisis and drama and panic like Chelsea Football Club. It is never uh not entertaining. It is it is it's exhausting, but but I love this, it. <laughs> this has been this has been an emotional week. Wow. For Chelsea Football Club. Oh, 
casually just putting it on the sky on the on the Chelsea women's thing now. I just put Graham Potter sack. Oh great, thank you for that. Sky Sports about fifteen minutes fully late. Um, but yeah, this has been an emotional fucking week. Um, I'm surprised I've done it this late in the night. What's that? I'm surprised I've done it this late into the night. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Uh, especially, since, especially since you already saw Leicester sacks Brendan Rodgers. I thought, all right, which, which, let's just try and trump Leicester. <laughs> I just, I mean, I hope that there is a performance clause in his contract and that we don't have to pay him 48 extra million. Because... I, I, I wonder whether it was they had to get, yeah, it had to be, he had to sit in 11th. Maybe he had to finish the year in order to be eligible for the money. I don't know. I'm sure. I don't even know if we'll ever find out. But, no, man. You won't find out unless it comes out on tax records and stuff like that. I just, that's, the I, only, that's the only type. The only way you'll find out is in the next financial year. If they, you look at the, if someone looks <laughs> at the accounts deep tally and see if anything's paid. I wonder if they're still going to protest now. <laughs> no, it won't, there will be a protest of joy. Uh, more of it like a celebration, like a like a Midsommar cultish dance. I don't know, man. This is this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. I, I mean, I, it's actually like I think about it now. Now that it's actually happened, even though I called it and I'm a golden god of prediction, and I knew this was going to happen. Now that it actually has, I look back and I say he was terrible, like objectively bad. I, I don't know how a team this good can be this bad it's 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 stunning stunning to me but uh, this is deserved this is absolutely deserved you cannot you cannot perform this poorly and keep your job it just in in any industry you're you're gonna get fired for this and so wow wow what a what a day hmm inside inside Ryan dash back dash 34. That is my Venmo. Well, well, we get, we get, we get you in as a manager to the end of the season. You get us a champions league. I mean, I mean, dude, I'm right here. I, uh, he, you know, Heathrow is an eight hour bird ride, man. I'll take the job. You have to pay me a couple million dollars, but I'll pay, I'll take the job. Oh, it'll be, a, it'll be a couple million dollars, a couple million dollars less than fucking Potter got. Seriously, yeah, about forty six, forty six less. Uh, oh my god. Well, Maddie, all right, now I'm gonna go, but I got, I gotta call Paul. This is, this is, I, I, I may actually put the Potter out shirts back on the website. <laughs> oh my god, what a day, what a day, what a day. All right, buddy. Anyway, well, thank you for coming on again. Uh, yeah. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Welcome to episode 124 of the Worldwide Chess Podcast. It's your host, Matt, back again. And I am joined by my wonderful guests, starting with Jesters. How are you doing, Frank? You know, the day after, the day after, you know, I think we're in perpetual uh, wait and see mode. So I'm kind of, you know, the French say, come see, come saw. So just kind of, uh, so so. <laughs> And I am also joined by Carlito. Carlito, have you calmed down yet? Uh, I'm just disappointed, Matt, because I look on paper, right, and and and, and I think about how I would um, address this team, and I all I see is just 
quality play. I mean, Ben Chilwell, give me a break, right? Like, all these guys are really, really good players, and yet they're fucking up. They're, I don't know what it is, because I've been, I've been racking my brain for 24 hours. I've been trying to figure this out. I'm like, how is it possible that they're playing this poorly, this poorly, this uninspired? And, uh, and then I watched one of my favorite documentaries, which is about Jose Mourinho, right? It's, it's uh, football's greatest managers. It's like a 45-minute documentary. It's on YouTube. It's unbelievably good. I, I mean, I used to watch it in my early 20s uh, just for inspiration, just because Mourinho is the reason I wanted to coach. He's, he's, a, he's a god to me. Uh, and I listening to how he would talk after the games uh, and just listening in his press conferences and listening to how he would speak about his job and about his players. And he was so serious and so arrogant and so in your face and also so undeniable. Like, there is no way that players would not get up for a game because of his force of personality. His, he, he's like a cult of personality. He's like Mao. You know what I mean? He's, he's, like, he's like these dictators from the 40s. The guy is, is just so charismatic. And as a result, they listened to him. And God damn it, did they respect and fear him. And then it made me realize that these guys do not fear Potter and they don't respect him and they're not listening to him. And it just, it's, it's because I don't know, maybe they don't believe him, but it's, it's a very unfortunate reality, but it is a reality that I have come to. And begrudgingly, I will say that begrudgingly, I have come to that reality, but it's the truth. They don't, they don't respect him. And it sucks because it is a waste of a season. Again, yeah, I think I think we're all down. I think everyone is either Potter out or Potter. I don't care whether he goes or not, uh, kind of thing. Um, I, I I I really 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 want to trust him, but I think I'm a, I think like Ryan, I'm kind of at my last wits. Yeah, um, I'm tired of being let down. Um, I just don't, as I said yesterday, and as I said with the bet, I don't think he's going to go yet. I don't feel, I think he'll still be here for Liverpool um, and probably here for the rest of the season. Um, unless we just go completely downhill. But, but, but Matt, I mean, it, it's, it, did you watch his presser in the post game show? Like, did you, did you watch what he said? Yes. It's, uh, it's, I mean, I mean, we're, 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 we're basically uh, renaming this, the title of the show as, Every, the players gave nothing. Uh, uh, look, and Sadiq, Sadiq did his video. Congrats to Sadiq for doing videos again. I thought that he had given up on that. That's nice. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, Sadiq. Kidding, kidding. But look, listening to what he said, it, it is, it's echoing what I think everybody feels. And that is, look, tired of your metronomic excuse train. Every game is the same thing. Boys tried their hardest. We're disappointed in the results. We can't make excuses. Bro, bro, those are like political talking points. It, it, it does nothing for me. It does less than nothing. It actually makes me pissed. It makes me think less of you as a man. 
I cannot believe the lack of accountability from this man. And normally I'm like, oh, the players, the players, I'm blaming the players. But this time I'm blaming the fucking coach. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm still blaming the players. Oh, I'm but well, no, no. But I, look, we can't, we I am, can't, I am we can't, spreading we can't the blame. Let these players off the hook again. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. But I am spreading the blame, and I am including Graham in this because, again, I will go back to Jose Mourinho and the way that he spoke with his players and the relationship that he had with them. This would have never happened under Jose. Ever, ever. He would never have let these guys walk all over him. No way. Well, let me get in on this. Uh, it was it was striking today. I, I watched. I did a watch along on the first half of uh, Newcastle Man United today, and it struck me that Man United is our doppelganger. Their coach is better than their players. We're the exact opposite. Our players are better than our coach. Uh, but you can see how much a good coach raises average to poor players. And uh, I, I think that uh, once you get a coach in that is of the level of our players or better than that, you will see this team fly again. Because you can't have that much talent and be this bad. Yeah, but if we're going to bring in Nagelsmann, he... <sighs> He's not very mature. He is is too young, too millennial, and I I am very concerned. If if we're to bring in Nagelsmann and the guy's skateboarding to Cobham and and he's he's kind of a bullshitter. Now, I'm I'm sure that he knows his stuff because he wouldn't have gotten the Bayern job if he didn't know his stuff. But at the same time, it's, it's an attitude thing with me. I am old school that way. And Luis Enrique and, and the way that he carries himself, it's definitely more of the Mourinho ilk. And with Hagelsman, I don't know, man. I don't know how seriously he takes himself. Well, I, I, the, I think he's, he's a professional, so he, must, he takes himself serious enough. You can't say fact, a professional doesn't the, take himself serious Yeah, enough. the fact of the matter is we have at least two board members uh, that are very, very keen on Nagelsmann. Keen. Uh, Interesting and, word. Well, Keen, what else do you <laughs> want to say? Want, want him to be our new coach? Um, he, but uh, I know, I know. Stop. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, he, I think he's going to be the choice. And I'm fine with it because I happen to have watched a lot of uh, RB Leipzig play. And I've watched a lot of uh, Iron Munich uh, under him. And they play good football. Um, I, I, I really like him. So I, I am not bothered in the least of Julian Nagelsmann. And I think the difference between now and earlier in the second half, we, we now have a, a, a manager available that you can sell to the rest of the board. I think this is the first time that you have multiple people all in on a replacement manager. And I think that's what makes a difference. Plus, we're going to yes. get smacked by Liverpool on Tuesday, so I think we will. I don't know. Because they can score. They can actually score. All right. So this is this is Seb C. It's this. Uh, oh, God. Not this. Uh, not this hold on. Thing. Hold on. This is this supposed, you know, wonder kid, uh, you know, enfant Teddy, uh, you know, just uh, he's like 22 years old and he gets on 
Sky Sports and everything. Apparently, he's some savant. Okay, this is what he says about Nagel's recent small. This is weird. Small Nagel's mallet. He's not a project manager. When now ends up pissing off everybody in eighteen months. No evidence of patience with young players. Bat shit crazy open tactics. Good coaching implementation. So short term and or bust, but at least entertaining and divisive. Now I would say I would actually agree with him because that is exactly my read on Nagelsmann. In in in, in what way has I mean, yes, he's pissed off people at Bayern Munich for in eighteen well not in eighteen months. What people did he piss off at Leipzig? Oh look look look! You, I'm you not talking about the way that he speaks. I'm talking about the way that he speaks. One, you can't judge one incident at. By Munich, which, to be honest, I, I I would be on his side of it. No, in terms of the whole Neuer thing, Neuer shouldn't be going fucking skiing when he's a professional footballer and potentially going to get injured, and that's on him. Yeah. So I, I I'd be I, if if I was Nagel, I'd be well in his right to go and tell him he's a wanker for doing that. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, we got to here we go. We got to here we go. Oh, uh, Kenny uh, Kendry Payas from Independiente. Independiente. Oh, he's fine. 15. He's, he's 15. Yeah, but it's still, he's... Uh, I, 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 I thought you was going to... I thought Potter was going to get sacked right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Can, I was thinking, fuck, my bet's gone. Yeah, dude, by the way, this guy is sick. He is a sick player, man. You got... Chelsea fans are going to like this, dude. He's so young, though, so there's a lot of, a lot of room to grow. But yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to read the se- second part of that tweet. Carlito about what he basically summed up each of our managers over the last few years and this is just going to show how much of an idiot he is so 1718 <laughs> parking the bus to no avail that's okay. not true so, sorry promises fun delivers coded language ancient coaching that's not true either Lampard Lampard's oasis of life so obviously he's just sucking off Frank Lampard so that just <laughs> sums up this type of person and then he said Tuchel was, a, was just an oppre- oppre- oppressive and controlling. You, you, you know... And then just said this for Graham Potter, so... The, the first statement about he's going to piss people off in 18 months, isn't that exactly the, the same thing that was said about Tuchel? Well, it happened. <laughs> well, it happened. It happened. <laughs> but I don't... He's, how long was he at uh, RB Leipzig? Let me have a look. Let me have a look. But for me, if you can get Timo Werner to score 30 goals in any league. <laughs> he was there for two years. You're pretty. And he didn't get fired. Yeah, he, he took he, a better he, job. Taken, yeah. Well, he was, he was bought out. Right. I mean, so where is this? And, that, and, and then this even at half time, he was there for three years. Yeah. Where's this narrative come from? I think it's somebody that, that pretty doesn't know what they're talking about. And they're basically talking out of their ass. That's why I smell shit. Well, Seb C certainly thinks that he knows what he's talking well, about. Well, that, that Seb C also said he didn't like Tuchel at the beginning. So that's, that's how much I rate his opinion. Fair enough. Ah. Uh, uh, so. Yeah. yeah I, I, no, but just as we did, we, we, there's a difference between Tuchel not being our first choice, like we said, and then not liking Tuchel. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, as, as you as you said in the stream yesterday, Justice, I think both of us, when Lampard was sacked, both of us wanted Nagelsmann as our first choice over Tuchel. But they are, 
I would say Nagelsmann and Tuchel are not too dissimilar. Obviously, they have their differences, but I don't think they're too dissimilar at all. Um, I think yeah, they have a they have a similar upbringing, man. They were they were center backs that got too injured too often too early and uh, became coaches when most people are just starting their playing careers. Went through the you know uh, the German system um, and yeah, I mean now they're you know very high prop high uh, properties. You know you got Tuchel now in his basically his dream job, but. Julian just had it before, but they're they're very similar in the way that they were, you know, up and coming. It's a similar story. Yeah, and I also think we, even with the the Nagelsmann Bayern second, it wasn't a thing that was expected. Oh, I didn't see it going at all. No, I think I I think people talk about certain things that happen behind the scenes. I think really the only reason that he's been sacked is because you look when you look at someone like Tuchel, he's top. Three mat top three top four managers on the planet right now, and oh, yeah. if there's an opportunity to get him, you get him. And by a minute, we're just ruthless with that. They saw little problems probably with Nagelsmann in terms of the little disputes with Neuer and stuff like that, and thought, hmm, maybe should we pull the trigger and get in a, a world class manager before Real Madrid, who are already a very good team, potentially snipped him for him in the summer. Yeah, I by Munich are just thinking, let's destroy someone else let's ruin someone else while gaining for ourselves and and i think that's what we're going to do too fair play when the manager a manager is available that you see as a better option than the manager you currently have you go get them you just go get them and you know what that's that's what byron did yes nagelsman maybe was a little bit didn't have the team where they wanted it, but I'm sorry, you replaced Robert Lewandowski with Chupa Modin. I'm yeah. sorry. There's going to be a drop in your team. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, a fair, that's a fair point. It's a fair point. Yeah, you take 30 or 40 goals out of a side and replace them with Chupa Modin. See how that works. You know, the look, other thing, look at... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say, I think Manchester United wants to buy Jao Felix. Um, yeah, look... I think that Graham Potter is very good in the room. You know, I, I get the sense that he speaks well and, and he speaks with a confidence in the room where, you know, you have the executive branch of Chelsea and Potter's explaining himself and justifying himself. I imagine he's pretty good at doing that. But I just don't think that the players are buying it because I'm not buying it. And I was a, you know, a supporter of Graham Potter. I've been in his corner the entire time. And now I'm just I'm just not buying his bullshit. And I think part of it is simply because he is not strong enough when it comes to being a personality. He just he does not have that fiery will. And I it's I think he's being exposed as someone that is a nice guy and speaks well and says smart and interesting things. But at the end of the day, if you do not command respect of your dressing room, then you are not doing your job. Yeah. You you can't be a big brother. You have to be a dad. You have to you have to shape what you want out of your team. And when they get out of line, you have to be harsh because we're talking about men. We're not talking about um, any other type of player. These are men. Men like to be led by a strong leader. They don't like to be 
you know, that's fine. Be their, be their friend. You're not going to get the best out of them when you need it because it's not possible to lead people by, while still being their friend because leadership means you have to make hard decisions. And this dude just wants to placate everybody. You're not going to do anything like that. And, and the, th the thing with Nagelsmann as well, obviously everyone talks about his age, and I know that that's the one problem with Nagelsmann with the fans, because you know in 12 months or 18 months' time when the team are going in a little bit of a rough run, you know all these spoiled Chelsea fans, um, none of us, but other spoiled Chelsea fans, um, will start <coughs> peddling... <laughs> We'll start peddling the age thing as an excuse, even though they probably said he's a world-class manager 12 months before. Um, but the one thing I do, would say that why I don't think the age thing is too much of a problem is that the fact that this team is a very young team anyway. Apart from your Koulibaly's, your Kante's, I'm trying to think of someone who's over 30, who potentially... Thiago Silva, who's them three are the only real experienced older, older people that are going to be there next season. So it is a young team. So maybe a younger manager, maybe, yeah, he's a little bit hipster with the whole skateboarding stuff and all that. <laughs> but maybe that's it's the whole getting down with the kids that it might, they might, he might bond with them better in a way, but then also will be harsh enough to tell them, tell them when they're doing shit. Well, Jose Mourinho was 40 years old when he got the Chelsea job. Um, and people thought that even that was a little young, but he was so devastating with his force of will and personality that it quickly became a non-starter talking point. Like people just stopped saying, oh, he's so young, he's so young. But Nagelsmann, I, mean, I don't know, man. We'll see. Look, I, I'm happy to be proven wrong, but at the same time, I, I'm I'm a little skeptical, actually. But... That's okay. I'm allowed to be. Well, I'd be uh, skeptical of anybody they brought in. I mean, you always have to have some sort of doubt. You, yeah, I mean, you, you, you I've never should been be having doubt of everyone. Yeah, Even I doubt have, everybody. You know, there's some doubt. <sighs> You've got to have doubt in everyone. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, probably enough, I guess, talking about the manager, because obviously... I don't think he's going to go before Liverpool because the rumours is he's prepared to do the press conference on Monday, so that means that the decision is not going to be made to Liverpool at least. And then we'll see what we, what happens after Liverpool. But in terms of the game itself, just as I'll start with you, what did you what did you think of the game overall? Obviously, for, we made the obviously stupid mistakes. Um, I mean, that first goal, just oh, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I mean, Cucurella, if if I was him right now, I'd tell him to walk home. You're not getting on the bus. You can walk home for that. Because that was just, why? Why? Um, but what did you think of the overall play? Do you, do you think we, do you think there was any positives to take from that match or completely just shit? Uh, no, I didn't. I don't see any positives at all. Coming out of that match, um, I think that uh, you know we we just went through the motions out there. I didn't. First of all, the lineup was sh was terrible. I don't understand why you'd want to put two fullbacks in. I was saying play Kukure on the left, 
But I wanted Badia Shield on the right because you could have then moved Kukureya into a more of attacking position, but you would still have had two center backs on the pitch. What we did is we sent both of the outside center backs into the attack, and we were easy on the counter. Uh, as far as the first goal, that's 100% on Kukureya. I heard some some nonce on talk sports trying to put that on Koulibaly. Like, Please. what is Koulibaly supposed to be doing? Supposed to be doing there? He was tracking the guy. He was there to make a play, and Kukureya take, took it away from him. Yeah, I, How I, is I, that Koulibaly's yeah. fault? I mean, Koulibaly probably would have dealt with that if if Kukureya didn't get in the way. Right, and I heard a lot of stick on Koulibaly having a bad game. I thought Reese James and and Kukureya were bad at center back. Reese James is not a center back. Sorry to say. He doesn't have the instincts to play center back. That stuff comes with playing it day in and day out. There's a lot of times he was high up the pitch out of position. And again, that's what happens when you play with one center back on the pitch. I don't have any more. Kukurea, absolutely at fault. I think Koulibaly didn't even expect him to get in the way, but he did. I mean, dude, come on. He, he gave a header that was a perfect through ball for the Villa player. All right? I mean, that's it, it's a mistake, yes, but it's absolutely on Kukura. I mean, I, it, it, if you're wanting to have a different angle on it, then you're just doing that to be different for the sake of being different. All right, and I'm not interested in, in, in hearing that. Someone just wants to have a have a uh, you know a sideways opinion or or be the devil's advocate. Get out of here. Get out of here. Kukure is absolutely at fault for that. It was an unforgivable decision, considering how important the game was, and for him to screw up that badly when he is making that much money. I, I'm sorry. Um, you're not. You're not. You're not going to get away with that one with me, buddy. No way. No way. I mean, it's, it was an unforgivable mistake. He, I would have. I would have hooked him right there. I would have. I would have hooked him immediately and just put him in Batia Shield uh, because you. You have to answer for your mistakes. This is. This is. This is real life, man. I mean, uh, no. No more coddling. No more bullshit, Graham. Because you, you've let bullshit go on long enough, dude, and it's gonna. It's gonna cost you your job. Like you, you have to hold these players accountable. It's not about being nice to them. It's about being fair to the team, and you have to be fair to the team. If someone does something like that, you have to bench them. And he just he just let it go on. And uh, I'm just I'm very disappointed. Well, that, that that's because he's trying to be the big brother and not the dad. He's disciplined. Ridiculous. That that's grandfather's philosophy is let's not hurt their mentality. Well, guess what? What what hurts more? is to be allowed to play like that and you get to continue what hurts more that or being taken off and and being held to account as a man i would rather be held to account for my mistakes than just to let somebody let them go right it's a sense of pride and integrity and everything else and uh, i think that's sorely missing when you try to coddle everybody Yeah, I mean, it's just, oh, I, don't, I, I, do you know what? I don't even know anymore. It's just ridiculous. Um, the whole game was just fucking dreadful. Um, and the, 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 there is aspects of, obviously, Potter didn't pick a good lineup. 
really didn't really have the best game management either. Didn't have the good gameplay. But just as well, some of these players finishing as well. Just fuck me. Um, how professional footballers can be this bad at finishing? Um, I don't care what anyone says. That's not down to a manager. A manager doesn't teach someone how to shoot. At that level, you should know how to shoot, and it's down to you on the football pitch. And some of these players are just so unforgivable of their shooting. And one of them people, unfortunately, I'm going to I'm gonna slag him off because I haven't slagged him off and I've been very patient with him, Mudrick. I mean, there's a lot been, there's not been a lot of things of Mudrick hasn't been getting the ball, people are not playing towards Mudrick, which is fine, I understand that. And I've backed him, I think I've been, in terms of on Twitter and on the streams, I've been one of the people that's been saying, calm, guys, calm down on the Madrid stuff, let's give him time. But some of them, them two opportunities he had, especially the, the I think it was the second one, for me, that, that, that is totally on him. Totally on him. Um, and that's, he's not just him. There's other players and there's other chances we had that were just fucking dreadful. Um, and we just, I, I don't get why our finishing is so terrible. Um, well, I, I, it's a lack of account. I mean, again, those players don't score, and then they're put out in the next next match. They don't score, and they're out there again. There's accountability. There is none. If you're not scoring, if you're missing those chances, hey, you don't get on the pitch, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna give somebody else the chance. Uh, so. That again, yes, you can't blame Potter for what the players do, but you can blame him for not responding properly. So, but then, uh, would, but then, would you say that is the same under Tuchel then? Because it, this, well, this isn't just a problem that's manifesting under Potter. In some ways, it might have got a little bit worse, but it's been here for a long, long while under Potter. Potter has more choice than Tuchel did. He's got thirty-man squad. He's he's got a little bit more choice. Um, yes, but it's not, it's, it's not like he's kept the exact same players every time. Well, there's still still Kai Havertz out there every game, still Jao Felix out there every game, right? Yes, but I think, well, I think the difference is obviously Jao Felix, you pay, I, I do think there's an aspect of you've paid a lot of money to bring him in. It'd be silly not to play him in games. Uh, well, no, I, I get that, but what I'm saying is there's, why, why isn't Aubameyang getting a shot? If we need somebody to put the ball in the back of the net, we've got somebody who's proven to do that. He's not even in the squad. Um, so that's, that's, a, that's a coaching thing. As a coach that says, no, we don't want you in there. Um, but we'll, we'll happily have Mount and Blonde Mount on the, on the bench. Same player, right? You don't need two of them. Right? Yes. So, those are coaching things. You can't say that's just players because players can only perform if they're allowed on the pitch. And if you continue to allow players for not, not performing to the level on the pitch, what does, that, what does that say to everybody else in the squad? Oh, no, this guy's not playing good enough. I'm going to keep pick, picking him. You just sit there on the bench. Does that, is that a healthy squad? No. Yeah, I'd, I, I just, I just think we need to take a bit more account, accountability on these players. Fair enough. Because I, I, I feel it's we, we, we're falling into which I understand. Potter is 
totally, definitely out of his depth and the blame. But again, it's we we fall into that same cycle of players are not really getting the blame again. Um, yes, there'll be people going in the summer, but that's because we've literally got too many players in. Obviously, people will have to go, but there really needs to be some accountability for some of these players. And obviously, there's some that are safe from that. I mean, people like Ben Chilwell, um, good players. Um, even as it's criminal that out of people in, in terms of finishing, it's criminal that your left back is probably one of the best finish, finishes in your team. Consistent. <laughs> so that, that, that kind of sums up how shit we are up top. That and your right back is your, your, your other... Better, yeah, and then uh, the yeah. second, your second probably best is your right back. Oh, <laughs> and even even before, I'd probably say it was the same one that we, when we have Alonso. I mean, arguably Alonso's finishing was better than most. Yeah. Why, oh, yeah. why, why is it come out? Why is it only our fucking defenders are the only ones that seem to be able to finish? Yeah, and, and this is this is an issue that's been going on for a while. Obviously, under Tuchel, we weren't lighting up the scoreboard either. And actually, if you think about it, there was a whole stretch of the season where we were scoring from set pieces that carried us through matches because we weren't doing it from open play. So uh, it is some, some it's you don't have a complete squad. You're still missing components as, as much as we like to think we spend all this money. We still don't have a number six that's going to sit and be the defensive presence. Yeah, there's one thing I want to say about Enzo, because everybody loves him, including me. He's not that athletic, uh, and he's a little slow, unfortunately. Now, I'm not saying he's Jorginho slow, but he's he he's a little slow. And uh, is, you know, is, is is it much of a surprise? I think we, we knew. I think most people knew that and identified that at the beginning. Yeah, and but they're I getting think- they're bypassing. But that's, but I I always said that's why we need someone next to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but because you really I, want to rely I, on Conte? No, no. But in 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 the fact in the fact of I I think you need someone sitting next to him. The position he's playing won't in now. I mean, he, don't get me wrong. He's still been very good. Very good. Oh yeah, I know. But um, not but a lot not, of people are criticizing him, and I think that this is a yeah. fair criticism. Oh no! I think it is a fair. I think actually, I think actually at the beginning, in the first few games he played, I I, I was seeing quite a bit of criticism where he was getting dribbled past quite a few times, and of course the Jorginho stands wanted to compare it to Jorginho and saying, oh, why is he not getting the same criticism? Blah blah blah. I think it's a little bit different. I think Enzo's not as bad as Jorginho, but because uh, at least Enzo runs forwards, Jorginho runs backwards. Um, but I think with Enzo, I think he's. As good as been, as good as he is, the way he's playing right now is 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 restrictive for him. If you put sure. someone next to him, it it doesn't have to be someone as luxurious money wise as Declan Rice. It can just be most of the options we've said, Romeo Lavia, um, some of the other options we've said, some of the more hipster options that people want. Fine, I just need someone that can sit and be a bit more defensive. And allow Enzo to have a bit more freedom because if you allow Enzo Fernandez to have that freedom, my God, you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna see the creativity rise a little bit more. Um, Certainly, we don't have that. I mean, Kovacic is up and up up and back. The plus always the problem with Kovacic. Kovacic has always been up and back. Kante is always up and back. We we don't have defensive midfielders. We have too many box to box midfielders as it is. 
That's and that's why nice. that's why we seem to not be able to fit any formation as well because you've got too many box to box midfielders, no defensive midfielders, so the back four doesn't really work well. And then even with the back three, yeah, yeah, you can change it, and you have the centre, you have the centre back, extra centre back as cover, but it still doesn't work completely. And that's where you have to rely on the wing backs. Yeah, but I mean, we're gonna. It just seems like we're always paying the most amount of money for these players, but, and I'm actually, I'm actually kind of tired of it. But Carlito, I don't think I, I think for this position we don't actually need to spend lots and lots of money on it. No, and no, look, and I'm with you. I mean, like Manu Kone probably be about forty million, which is doable. But yeah, I mean the, the Declan Rice thing. I mean, even though we have sold them plenty of players, Emerson, uh, you know, um, Zuma, the, the the guy that hates cats, Kurt Zuma. <laughs> <laughs> You know, every, we give them deals, but I have a very strong suspicion that they are not going to give us a deal on this. Yeah, in but fact, I, I, I don't, I don't. I mean, I, I, I say Declan Rice because obviously it's the, the one that everyone puts in their heads. But I, I, I don't really care if it's Declan or not. Okay. He's not going to be Declan. He's going to go. I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really want to pay lots for this position. Obviously, I, I think don't. It can be Ro- Romeo Lavia is the name. Yeah, I mean, Romeo Lava, the only thing with Romeo Lava, obviously, and this is the problem where City could screw us over. As far as I'm aware, City have a buyback clause, don't they? Not this summer. Not this summer. Next summer. Okay, okay. 2024. Is it 45 or 50 million? I can't remember. I I saw it. It's around there. It's around there. Well, that's what we're going to pay for him anyway. So I imagine that's going to be the price, which... Maybe it's a bit much for him now, but I think that's a, a it would be a good investment for future. Um, but and I think don't forget, obviously we do have Andre Santos potentially coming in the summer as well. Should this right. should this bloody visa get sorted out? Uh, I think he gets one more start with the national team, and you'll have enough points. <laughs> yeah. It's well, a point Kelly, system. What is what is this, Jenny Craig? It's a point Points. system for for their visa. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I, dude. I uh, points. <laughs> you have to have so many points to get in. So basically, uh, okay. they need to do. A, Brazil just needs to have another random friendly. Yeah, no, they they're playing in the uh, is it the the Nations League, but in South America. I can't remember oh, what it's called. Copa America. I think it is the, the, the bullet for Copa America. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's going to be uh, Cumber Bowl versus CONCACAF, I think, this summer, too. Or it's oh, coming okay, up. that's fine. So he will play matches. Yeah. He'll, he'll get, he'll get the, enough time to be able to come over. Yeah. I think wasn't the problem as well is he wasn't seen as a first uh, an important midfielder, and that's why he wasn't allowed as well. Right, like I said, again, point system. Yeah, but I think that will be more important because obviously midfielders will be gone in the summer, so then there's more. Yeah. He, he will become more of a priority midfielder in terms of the team. So obviously Zakari, oh, absolutely. Obviously Zakaria will go back, Gallagher's hopefully gone, Mount's potentially gone, uh, Loftus-Cheek's potentially gone, other players potentially gone, so then there will probably be space for him um, coming in. Um, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, tra- transfers is currently the last thing we've got to worry about at the moment. <laughs> we've got to worry about just getting fucking results. 
wherever we can, which I, I don't see going much at all. I think we'll scrape results some little places. Um, all I pray is that we just ruin Melina's day and ruin her title race. Oh, she is talking. She is talking all the shit, man. That is that is one hell of a hedged bet uh, that she is making. <laughs> I love Melina, but my God, I mean, they they are acting as though they have already won this thing, and that is not the case. Well, yeah, so uh, yeah, Cindy's not gonna win it. Cindy's not gonna lose another game. Melina pissed me off because I, I obviously the women Man City score and I straight away put shit on her, and then they come back and one two one. I was just like. Yep, I'm gonna. I looked at my message and straight away, Melina, no, no rush. FYI, away. the women are up two 0 I know. I'm watching. <laughs> but we will beat them in the champ. We'll, we'll we'll get we'll get them in the Champions League final and beat them. Don't worry. We'll ruin Melina. Ruin Melina's day. So that means asked all they can have is a little Conte Cup out of both teams because they're not gonna win. Fuck all for the rest. Yeah, praying I- for it because man, I. Oh. I don't want to see troops as mug on on barstool or AFTV just talking all this shit. He will be insufferable if this happens, and I, 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 I we need to make sure that that does not happen. We need to beat them. We, we absolutely need to beat them. I mean, I, they, that needs to be a priority. So, yeah, I don't care how I don't care how they fucking do it, but we just need to beat them. Well, if we have a new coach, we might. If we have Graham Potter, no way. <laughs> It is getting to that point, Jared. It really is. I don't is. think we'll win another game this year. With look at the fixture list we have. Who are we gonna beat? Wolves? We'll probably draw that game. We'll be up one nil and put Connor Gallagher on in the 60th minute and we'll give up a goal right away. You know, in one one. Tell me I'm wrong. So I want I want to talk about this just for a second here. Um Grand Potter issued an apology to the supporters after the 2-0 loss to Aston Villa. And I'm here to say, keep it. Keep it. I don't want your apology, dude. I don't want you to talk your way out of this. I don't want you to manipulate your way out of this. Okay, by saying, oh, you know, I'm sorry, guys. It's not Chelsea standards. You know, this is this is not up to snuff. I, I'm done with the words. I'm, he can keep them. But at the same time, again, Carefree Ray, again, is scheduling another protest that nobody's going to go to. And I would hope that Chelsea fans do not attend this. Because every time I think of a protest, I think of Arsenal fans. And, I, and just them complaining and complaining and pretending that their manager, or sorry, that their owner doesn't spend money. When they do, they spend a lot of money, but yet they pretend and think that no no our owner hates us he loves the la rams way more than us so i would i would hope that no one goes to that protest but at the same time i am not letting grand potter off the hook this time i'm not he cannot he cannot clever his way out of this yeah i mean let's not be embarrassing with fucking protests it's ridiculous ridiculous. Uh, especially from that it is literally the worst poster on earth um like fuck me did a five-year-old make it's a five-year-old post it is Ray. You're an idiot. Like, God. Oh, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So that's. I mean, that's. I mean, this is. But yeah, I mean, the overarching point is this. I don't want any more apologies. I don't want any more words. Either win games or be gone. Because at this point, you have you have crossed the Rubicon of my patience. 
right. I, my threshold, it, it has been, uh, it's just no longer there. I don't, I don't have any more patience for him. All right. So you either win games or you got to go, man, because you can't talk your way out of this, dude. You can't emotional intelligence your way out of this. You can't. And he, he probably should have not given that apology because people are just going to ridicule him even more for it. Yeah, yeah, I don't need an apology. Do better. Just do better, dude. I mean, I, I to be fair to him, I'd rather I'd rather just I'd rather apology than just countless ex- than pointless excuses. But it still doesn't it still doesn't mean anything. And um, the apology means that you're going to do better. Yeah, it's like that's like, like somebody. Not, there's no point in apologizing if if you're not. It's like it, it, this is the exact point. The exact point of this. Is mount fucking shitty claps after every game. Yeah. There's oh. no point in clapping the fans if you're not going to improve and not going to be better. Who cares? It's if just clap the it, fans it, it, it is ju- that is Graham Potter's version of clapping to the fans. Yeah, it's it's like getting an apology from the dude who mugged you. It doesn't take away the fact that you were mugged, right? Great. Maybe next time, don't mug me. <laughs> you know. Exactly. John, John Terry, August 23rd, 2002. How good is Graham Potter? I love how Brighton play, and he's he has to be one of the best young managers around. Ticks every box for me. <laughs> okay, John. Okay. Got it, buddy. Oh, and, that, and, that, and, that, and that's why John Terry should not be a man. Joe, I still saw it yesterday. This is why I think, oh, there is, be- there is worse than Graham Potter. I, I was thinking. No, because people people are, are actually saying, let's get rid of Graham Potter and bring in John Terry. And I'm just... John Terry should never be a manager. He he is there. There are certain things uh, that you do in life that disqualify you from certain responsibilities, uh, and he he should not be a leader of men. And uh, I'll leave it at that. But no, uh, he should not ever be given a managerial job because he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. No, you got you. I mean, there, there, there is that. There is that part of yes, you got to be a, a strong person in that respect, but not Don Terry, racist, fucking strong. No, we do not. We do not want any of that shit near our club, um, or cheating on people's wives, or I mean, you, you slept know, with your teammate's wife, man. I mean, what yeah, we, or you know, paying, pa- asking ten thousand pounds for stadium tours, and shit like that. Fans, yeah, none, none of that shit. Um, good player, but not a good manager, and not very, like, very much not a good person. Yeah. So no for me, dog. But <laughs> it is what it is, um, and that opinion kind of proves it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> any of you guys looking forward to Liverpool? Sounds no. like a stupid question in my head, but gonna ask it anyway. I don't know who's uh, looking less forward to it, us or Liverpool fans. <laughs> Oh, it's it, it's the battle of who's just shut. Yeah, it's, it's the toilet bowl. It, it's it's the uh, winner of the worst former top four team. It's 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 the fall from grace derby. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my god. To be fair, I I I personally think it should be El Sakico. El Sakico, loser leaves town. Interesting. Because because I do not, I, I still to this day do not understand why, fair enough, Graham Potter has been an absolute mong and, she deser- and now deserves the criticism he gets. But 
I it infuriates me every time you turn on something like Talk Sport or Sky Sports or whatever, and it's every other excuse under the book than was it uh, Klopp. It was like no, if this was in, if this was in the other way, you'd be slagging off. If this was Klopp was a Chelsea manager, you would be slagging him off to the grave. And oh, I, 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 uh, I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, that's fine. Just as you, uh, Carlito, are you able to stay on longer or? I I I got ten minutes in me, and then I definitely have to go. So all right, so that's fine. We'll, we'll just finish up. Um, so, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about quickly before we go? <sighs> Don't protest. It's embarrassing. It, it is, and it, it just don't be like Arsenal fans. Don't be fickle. Don't be childish. It's everybody's mad. You don't need to protest to show that you're mad. Everybody knows we're mad. Everyone knows. Todd Bowley knows. Todd Bowley's mad. Everybody knows Chelsea fans are furious. You don't need a protest to say it, dude. Everybody knows. All right? And <sighs> oh, my patience, man. I am I'm starting to lose it, really. Like, it. the disappointment is one thing, but it's the lack of accountability that really gets me. That really gets me. Where Potter just... <sighs> It just—it's it, like he's allergic to it, and, and that is unacceptable for me. That is absolutely unacceptable for me. Um, and yeah, I think he's—I think he's gone. In fact, you know what, man? I'm—I'm I'm calling this. I bet he actually is fired today. But I may be wrong. That's fine. But I think that he might be fired today. So that's how I read the room. Well, he's not going to be fired, and I. Um, so I—I I, I think if he—if we get battered by Liverpool. That could be a turning point. If not, I think he's got till Madrid. At least. When is Madrid? Uh, let me have a look right now. Uh, Chelsea fixtures. It must be a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. I think I think it's around the time that the women's. Uh, oh no, it's twelfth of April. So we got we got. Um, Liverpool Tuesday, then Wolves Saturday, and then we got um, Brown Madrid on the Wednesday. Huh. And then the second leg would be uh, the Tuesday after, after Brighton. If you're going to put a date in of uh, Graham's P45, I think it's going to be the 19th of April. <laughs> oh, my God. This is just, I, I mean, I can't believe how good this team is on paper and how bad it is in reality. Like, it, it's it's shocking to me that that we got John McGind yesterday. I mean, I, I, here I was on Lawrence's stream on Tuesday saying John McGinn is the ugly Mason Mount and just absolutely slating John McGinn only for him to give me double middle fingers in the no, second but half. To be, to be fair, John McGinn has that long shot in him. He's he's not a bad player. It's just he's never scored against us, and of course it had to happen the week that I took shit on him. Ah, God damn it, John uh, McGinn. He's the most British-looking human being in the history of Britain. Like, God damn. I look at him and I say, British. 
Yeah, he 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 looks British. It's like it's like that Leicester player, that Dewsbury Hall. He has like the most British <laughs> fucking name ever. <laughs> oh my god! Dewsbury. Just imagine, just imagine John McGinn called Dewsbury Hall. I, I, dude, we would reach a singularity, and I would implode. <laughs> oh god! Oh man! Well, well we got to have some laughs before we finish this off, because if you don't but, laugh, you cry. Matt, if I didn't laugh, I would be in tears. Good thing I, I I amuse myself, but my God, am I hurting? This team is killing me, Smalls. Definitely. Well, <sighs> we, we will finish up today because we, we we won't take up more of our time ranting and raving. But one thing I do have to ask, obviously, I see viewers won't see, but I do see that you have Sam Kerr on your avatar Skype. Oh, yeah. When my question is, and I have had, had someone ask me this, when are we getting women's merch? Uh, very soon. Very, very soon. Uh, we just, Paul just put out a, a Zhao Felix shirt that is fantastic. Uh, but no, women's merch is coming soon. Absolutely. Yeah, because I definitely think we need, uh, hopefully we'll get what, hopefully we can try and get something out before the FA Cup final, because that's my aim to go. And of course, I'll be repping the merch for the FA Cup final. Hey, there it is. There it is. Uh, but, Guys, if you do want to check out our merch, make sure you check us out at www.worldwidechelps.com slash store. Um, buy it. The merch is fantastic. Great quality. Um, decent enough price. Um, and you will not regret buying it. Um, but, of course, you can just check out the website as well um, at, at the same address, Taken Away Store. Um, and you can check out the blogs, which will be up soon. Ryan is on the process of getting his first article out for us Um, and I've got one also on the way um, about potential future managers maybe a Nagelsmann maybe an Enrique um, depending on if I want to rant about how crap Enrique is maybe oh unsolicited unsolicited shot unacceptable Maybe maybe we can do a co- maybe we can do a co-write article on that. You can do you can go into the negatives and I can. Go. Uh, my only done? retort would be "Mad is stupid." The end. Right. <laughs> but yes, you can check out the blogs. You can check out all of Sadiq's tweets that are on there. You can check out the podcast that will be on there as well, and of course the videos on the channel. So make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Um, Carlito, thank you for coming on. Sure. Uh, it's a pleasure to see you. Oh, and check out, if you haven't already, it would have come out before this, the women's podcast will be on there reviewing my time in the Leon. Uh, oh, goal from Sam uh, Kerr. Boom, baby. 3-0. And, Wayne, and, and to think Wayne was worried about this match. She's perfect. boy. Put it on a fucking T-shirt. But, oh, that's great. Fantastic. Um, shame she can't score 1v1s. <laughs> no, no Chelsea player can. Oh, oh, God. Even Sam can't do it. It's just like Sam. Sam is one of them players that it's bangers only. It's yeah. bangers only. No, fucking, no easy goals. Fucking one v ones, open goals. No, thank you. But some like thirty-five year old, thirty-five yard chip into the top corner with your outside of your foot. Of course, that's Sam Kerr's bread and yeah. butter. Long. Best player in the um, world, man. But yeah, we will end it there. Um, that was a little bit of fun laughter in the last five minutes so yeah check us out spotify apple and all the other podcasts we'll see you on another episode of the worldwide chelsea pod next week um see ya up the chelsea and potter out potter oh